So where does the idea of Satan and his demons come from? We have to kind of get back to some foundational principles here. We're not going to dig too deep into what's known as the doctrine of Satan or demonology or any of that sort of thing. But the devil is first mentioned in the Garden of Eden. Here he comes in the form of a snake to deceive Eve into eating the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. It is through this act of eating the fruit, disobeying God, and giving it to her husband Adam that all mankind became sinners. This is the first sin of mankind when they disobeyed God by eating the forbidden fruit. We are all born with this sinful nature ever since. We have this inborn propensity to sin. You, me, every man, woman, and child were born with this sinful nature. And it's passed down through the blood of the Father to every child. In fact, if you don't believe me, have a child, and it will soon become apparent <laughs> that you did not teach them to lie to you. You did not teach them to disobey, but yet they just naturally seem to know how to do those things. And yet we know those are sins, so it just naturally begins to come out. Uh, Satan, by deceiving Eve, managed to corrupt God's creation, bringing sin, pain, sickness, and ultimately death into the world. The Bible tells us the wages of sin is death. Many people ask, why didn't God just stop it? Because he gave to man a very precious gift, the gift of free choice, the choice that every one of us greatly values, the choice to worship him or not to worship him. God didn't want little robots or puppets that had to love and serve him. He wanted someone who would love him and serve him because they freely chose to love and serve him. And this is the answer, by the way, as to why there is suffering in the world. People always wonder, why doesn't God stop things? Why did it have to happen to me? Why did this tragedy occur? Well, it's not a cause and effect thing. It's not your sin that causes evil to happen to you. It's Adam's. But because of Adam's sin, evil was unloosed in the world. And now you have people choosing to commit sin because God's not going to stop them. God doesn't stop people from killing each other. God doesn't stop mass shootings. God doesn't stop you name the crime because God has given mankind free will. He's also given us the ability to create laws and put consequences in place for people to do those things as a deterrent. Thank God. We don't live in anarchy because God has given us human government. But at the same time, people can choose to violate God's laws because we have freedom of choice. Now, the good news is God will one day execute justice on those who choose to disobey or disregard the will of God. So by giving Adam and Eve and all of mankind the gift of free choice, the Lord couldn't and wouldn't just step in and take their free choice from them. Not even when they were about to make a huge mistake and misuse the gift. It had to be Adam's choice whether or not he would obey God's commandment. The Lord was very fair as well. He told Adam and Eve what the consequences of eating the fruit would be. It wasn't like, oh, sorry, I forgot to tell you, don't eat that fruit or you'll die. No, God told them up front. God made sure they knew what his commandments were. The Lord gave Adam and Eve all the information needed to make an informed, intelligent decision, which is why they were held accountable. The story from the Bible, we find the devil doing what he does best, complete homewrecking. He had Adam and Eve evicted from their home, and he brought sin, and with that came immediate spiritual death. Sickness, pain, 
suffering, and eventually complete physical death came into the world. So here you have this sin is unleashed in the world due to the influence of Satan. So you have uh, the combination of things. So Adam and Eve have free will, but Satan was tempting them to make the wrong choice at the same time, lying about God and all that. You read the whole story in Genesis 3. So man was created as a perfect threefold being. The Bible tells us we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. We look at the template of the temple in the Old Testament that it had an outer court, a holy place, and a holy of holies. Physically, we have body, soul, and spirit. We are what they call a tripartite being. We have uh, body, soul, and spirit. So the soul involves the mind, the intellect, thoughts and reasoning, the emotions, temperament, feelings, attitudes and moods, and our will. So the, the mind, the emotions, and the will. That's our soul. Choices, decisions, determination. The body, of course, we're familiar with, the external or visible residence in which a person's invisible spirit and soul resides. It operates the five senses and provides an outward witness to salvation. But what about the spirit? This is an area where medical science may even be in denial. They, they might not even acknowledge that you have a spirit or they don't have much to say about it. But that part that knows God and will exist eternally, this houses our communication with God, our conscience, and our intuition. That comes from your spirit. You ever get a gut feeling about something? That's your spirit. You ever feel like you're being watched? And you turn and look, and somebody's staring at you. That's your spirit. Your spirit has senses too. So we are spiritual beings. We have that element to us. And of course, when we receive the Holy Ghost, that is the part of us that now comes alive and is uh, made one with God. So when Adam sinned, he died a spiritual death that separated him from God. He did not die physically that day, although the process began, but he died spiritually. Uh, so this is the consequences of sin, that Adam died in a spiritual sense. You see, when God created Adam, it says that the Lord breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and he became a living soul. So we had this breath of the spirit. It's the same word in the Hebrew and Greek, and also the soul. Well, we were talking about the devil. The devil wasn't always such a nasty character. Ezekiel describes him this way. He was one of the most beautiful angels. The Lord had created. He had music built into him. Pride and ladder climbing was his downfall. Ezekiel 28, 13 to 15 says, Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering, the sardius, topaz, the diamond, the barrel, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, the carbuncle, and gold. The workmanship of thy tablets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that was created. Just breathing, he creates music. Or used to. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou wast perfect in thy ways from the day thou was created, till, here's the key, till iniquity was found in thee. So Lucifer falls from heaven due to pride in his heart. That was the original sin. And he is cast out. Of heaven. Verse 17, thine heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. There was corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings that they may behold thee. So there's this 
uh, coming down of Satan. That Satan is cast out of heaven. Isaiah 14, 12 to 15 says, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. There's a key word here to Satan's sin. It's called I. <laughs> and how many times do we fall into that same category where I, 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 I want to do this or I want to do that, and we have no regard for God in our lives. Next part says, Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. You've got to remember that hell was originally created only for Satan and his angels. It was never intended for human beings, but due to what happened in the garden, humanity came under Satan's dominion, and now the Bible says that hell has enlarged for borders. But back to the point here. Uh, the five eye wills of Satan totally destroyed his position in heaven. This, <laughs> I mean, God's not about to resign or retire. He's not giving up his position to another. Praise God. So the position's not taken to be God, and Satan was kind of angry about that. He wanted to be <laughs> in charge of everything. But the Lord didn't approve his promotion. In fact, he got mightily demoted. And the fact that Satan got so ticked off at the Lord that he convinced one-third of the angels to join him in his rebellion, and there was war in heaven. The one-third of the angels who were cast out of heaven with Satan became what we know today as demons. So there was, it's, it's Satan and his minions, demons, whatever you want to call them. There's God. Revelation 12 tells us that there was this dragon that was cast out and his tail drew one-third of the stars of heaven. And... Uh, goes on to tell us that he was cast out. So it's plain to see then the devil and his angels really hate the Lord. This is a kind of a foundational principle here. So Satan hates God. Satan has already been judged, by the way. I've had people say, well, if the devil repents, he'll go to heaven. No, it's too late for him. First of all, he won't repent. We know that from Scripture. Secondly, even if he did, too bad, too late. You've already had your chance. You see, Satan got kicked out of the place we're trying to get into. That's how dumb the devil is. <laughs> he got kicked out of heaven. He already saw the Lord. He was before his throne. He, he's already had all the opportunities he's going to get. So he has been completely judged already. He's already been cast out of heaven. He's not getting back in. So they hate the Lord. They hate everything he stands for. Love, joy, peace, holiness, compassion. And they really hate you and me. The devil really hates you and I. So hang on to your kids. Hang on to your kids. So the only way Satan can get back at God is to attack you and I. If you understand the concept here, he's, he can't get at God. But he knows that God loves you. And he knows that God loves me, so Satan attacks you and I to get back at God. It's devilish what he does. They will try to do anything they can to convince you that God really doesn't love you. The word devil, by the way, means slanderer. 
So the way Satan slanders God is he comes to you and says God doesn't love you. Well, the devil's a liar. So every time the devil says God doesn't love you, rejoice. Yeah, God loves me. <laughs> you you got to flip it a little bit. Satan's a liar. So if he says God doesn't love you, then you know the opposite must be true. Jesus loves me, and Jesus loves you. Praise God. Don't listen to that lie of the devil that says God doesn't love you or that God's not listening to you. God loves you, and he's listening and hearing your prayers. Praise God. You see, the devils know they're going to hell, and they want to take as many people with them as possible. It's the only way they can get back at the Lord. It's like someone with AIDS having multiple partners spreading around the disease before he dies. Evil, isn't it? That's Satan. That's his demons. Not exactly the type of spirits I want coming into my home. Not exactly the type of spirits I want influencing my family. Not the exactly the type of spirits I want influencing me. Praise God. We don't want anything to do with that kind of influence. So Satan's given a number of titles in Scripture. He's the accuser of our brother. He's the adversary, the angel of the bottomless pit, Beelzebub, the devil, evil spirit, Father of all lies, dragon, murderer, the old serpent, prince and power of the air, ruler of the darkness of the world, the spirit that works in all disobedient people, tempter, the god of this world, and the wicked one. Praise God. So we, we know these are all not of God. These are just different aspects of Satan, the enemy, the adversary, whatever you want to call him. So where does Satan and the idea of his demonic host come from? Well, the word of God. That's how we know these things. The word of God tells us we are not ignorant of Satan's devices. So we know we have an enemy. Praise God. That's knowledge is power. First thing you got to know is there is an adversary and he wants to destroy you. Praise God. And he is out to influence, kill, and destroy in any way that he can. Praise God. So that's basically an introduction. Uh, next week we're going to look at how do you know if you have devils in your house. How do you know? And what do you do to get rid of them? Praise God. So we're going to look at that uh, next week. Praise God. But we just wanted to introduce the subject this morning. And we know that we have been given all power over the devil. And there is no reason to ever fear the devil. Praise God. If you know who you are in Christ, there's no reason to fear. You see, people, they, they get afraid of Satan and they get afraid of the devil and all this stuff. We don't have to be afraid of anything. We know who we are in Christ. We have the power and authority in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. I was just reading a book by Brother Hanscom. He was a missionary to Pakistan. And he said every time they would sing that song, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. He said devils would start manifesting. So why is that? Because the devil doesn't like the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You start naming the name of Jesus and Satan's going to flee. He's going to have to go. Praise God. Why? He doesn't like the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. Praise God. So that's one tool we have. I'm just giving you a little sneak preview here. But there's power in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And uh, can I just say, I, I get a lot of phone calls from people asking me to come pray in their home because they're having demonic activity in the house. I get a lot of these calls. And I'll go and I'll pray with people, and those devils will leave. Praise God. So if you know somebody or if that's you, next week you definitely want to be here. Praise God. That's in that situation. We're going to talk about what's bringing those devils in in the first place.
You see, they can pray for them to leave, but they might be right back next week if you don't get rid of what's inviting them. Praise God. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Praise God. But uh, hang on. We're going to get into some real good stuff as we go through this series. We're not just going to talk about the devil. We don't want to give glory to the devil, but we do want to know our enemy and see victory in Jesus' name. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can we stand together this morning? We're going to praise the name of the Lord. How many are glad we have victory in Jesus? Hallelujah. There is victory in the name of Jesus, and we have all power through him. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. We're going to worship the Lord this morning. Of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. You believe that this morning? Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Satan will have to flee. Oh, tell me who can stand before us when we call on. His great name, in the name of Jesus, Jesus, we have the victory. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Satan will have to flee. Oh, tell me who can stand before us when we call on his great name. In the name of Jesus, Jesus, we have the victory. Hallelujah. Can I just say something? If you're here this morning and you feel like you're battling oppression, like you feel like you're there's a weight on you, you feel opposition in the spiritual realm, you feel like the enemies can hindering you in some way, why not, as we sing this song, just begin to claim victory this morning? Why not come to this altar and begin to give the Lord praise? We already talked about it in Sunday school, that when we praise the Lord, God sets up his kingdom, and victory begins to happen. Hallelujah. It, it's time to reclaim the victory. If you're here this morning and you don't feel like you've got the victory that God intends for you, why not begin to claim that this morning? It's available. Hallelujah. you just got to begin to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We just need to lift him up. Hallelujah. Praise God. In the victory. Yes. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Satan will have to flee. Oh, tell me who can stand before us when we call on his great name. In the name of Jesus, Jesus. We have the victory. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, 
Satan will have to flee. Oh, tell me who can stand before us when we call on his great name. In the name of Jesus, Jesus, we have the victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the power that is in your name. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. We worship you. Yes, Lord, we bind every stronghold, every spiritual wickedness in high places. We come against every devil of hell that would try to hinder people from serving you. Lord, we bind those things in Jesus' name. Lord, we loose the life and power of your spirit in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the power that is in your name. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, Jesus. We worship you. We magnify you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan to get thee behind. Victory today is mine. Oh, victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind. Victory today is mine. Oh, victory is mine. Hallelujah. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, Get thee behind, victory today is mine. Oh, victory is mine, victory is mine, victory today is mine. Oh, I told Satan, get thee behind, victory today is mine. Oh, victory is mine. Yes, victory is mine. Hallelujah. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind. Victory today is mine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, we declare victory this morning. We're believing for victory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. You don't have to take it laying down. You can begin to claim some things for your family. You can begin to claim victory. Devil, get your hands off my family. 
in the name of Jesus. Yes, my family will serve God. My family's getting saved in Jesus' name. We plead the blood of Jesus over our homes. We plead the blood of Jesus over our families in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody's been just letting the devil beat up on you too much. You need to exert the authority that you have in Christ and recognize you have the power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You don't have to put up with that stuff. You don't have to put up with that garbage in your home. You can stand strong and tell the devil where to go in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've got the power in the name of Jesus. We've got the Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. We serve an amazing God. Praise the Lord. And we don't have to put up with the devil's garbage. Praise the Lord. We can walk in joy and peace and the love of the Holy Ghost. 
have the fruit of the Spirit prevail in our homes. Praise God. We have so much to be thankful for. Praise the Lord. We know who Jesus is. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for your goodness today. We thank you for your presence that we have felt. We thank you, Lord, that you have heard us today. Lord, we thank you for the moving of your spirit. We ask, Lord, that you would bless us as we go our separate ways. Keep us, Lord, empower us by the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you. We ask, Lord, for your blessing. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. God bless you today. Have fellowship with one another. Amen.